0: Look, I just got to say right at the top, there's two Dugs and a Don and a Dwayne in this. It was a lot for me.
1: And a Dennis, right? <laughs> I think you're right. Captain Dennis? No? I don't even remember. What just you said Two Dugs, a Don and a Dwayne?
0: That's what I have in my notes right at the top. Two Dugs, a Don and a Dwayne. How am I going to do this?
1: Oh, Don, manager of Dugs. Oh, man. <laughs> Julian Pensavale. Patrick Hines. I'm sorry. I'm still sick. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry.
0: Before we get to the show you guys, just a quick reminder if you want more of Jillian and me, head on over to the Patreon. We're currently covering that insane documentary Don't F with Cats.
1: Yeah, we really go into why and how
0: <laughs> in episode 1. It's a tough or one. Just drink
1: through it. I don't know what to tell you. God.
0: But we also just finished the Menendez coverage. That was yeah, crazy. What the, a wild ride that one was. And then the Lacey Peterson one before that, that was insane. God. 20 episodes of making a murderer, the Jinx, the Serpais. Guys, it's all there. Over 100 full bonus episodes to download right this second yeah I got after parties there's a lot going on in the Pates. that's my good friend Jillian once said rest in peace your iPhone story oh yeah rest in power rest in power you there guys there you go um, check it out it's patreon.com slash obsessed. just go get your laugh on with us it's
1: fun and if you don't want to come to the party that's a-okay no It's fresh it's fine. No fresh
0: my god
1: right off the rails <laughs>
0: Girl, what what are we talking about today? Well,
1: we're talking about someone you have
0: never heard of named (laughs) Natalie
1: Goddamn Wood. Here's the. Thing. I feel like such a bad gay. You are a bad gay. I'm saying, I have nev- never once I said that to you. I, I am
0: shocked that both you and Steve were like, Natalie, who? I knew who Natalie Wood was, but if you were to have asked me, I could have told you one movie she was in. I could have told you that she was in West Side Story. Okay. And she didn't even do the singing. No, she did not. Like, yeah. Famously did not. But uh, look, I learned a lot. I have at one point in my notes, this was a real education for
1: me. She was in Gypsy. I'm pretty mama. I'm a pretty I- girl in that fantastic <laughs> blue dress that I dreamed about. I know. No. did you know who Robert Wagner was
0: no I still don't know who he is
1: you know who Christopher Walken is yes okay
0: and I got some questions for her <laughs>
1: Look, mainly what the hell happened on the Because I know you know bitch I know you know what happened on the
2: boat she was a once in a generation talent
1: Natalie
3: really had a fairy tale life she was absolutely irresistible
2: But at age 43, Hollywood icon Natalie Wood mysteriously drowns. There was a lot of speculation, a lot of talk, that there was foul play involved. In this one-hour special report, we'll take you deep inside the investigation.
3: They heard a woman screaming, help me, I'm drowning
2: for 20 freaking minutes. Hear the confession that rips the case apart. He sounded tormented, extremely
4: upset extremely emotional he said that jealousy
2: over several drinks started turning into rage and reveal a bombshell 30 years in the making
5: the person who has the most to lose in this whole scenario would be robert wagner was this a homicide was this an
1: accident what happened
0: was it a homicide? Was it an accident? What
1: happened? And I said, Girl, what happened? Girl, t- tell me everything. I don't know. <laughs> you know who does know? Robert Wagner and Christopher Walker. <laughs> I <laughs> know what happened, and it's not their story.
0: Do you have do you do a walk-in impression?
1: It's he's a little Travolta, isn't he? He's like, oh hey. It's like Natalie Wood. Is that it? <laughs> yes. Is that it? He does it's a lot so of good. a lot of hand
0: motions. I, I'm obsessed.
1: Natalie Wood. I was on <laughs> the boat. That's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> there you go. That's all you get.
0: Look, further to how this was an education for me, uh-huh. I thought Natalie Wood died when she was like 18. Okay. I had no idea she was a full-grown adult. Uh-huh. I also I'm you guys, horrified by this.
1: I, know, I wish they could I, see my I never, ever want the listeners to
0: see my face, but I want them to
1: know how truly, like, confused... And horrified I am I this. know.
0: All right. Should we get started? Yeah. Okay, you guys, this is American Murder Mystery. It's ID. I'm obsessed with ID. Yeah, yeah. So this all happened over Thanksgiving weekend, 1981. It's Catalina Island. Also, 1981. I thought this was like in the 50s. I know. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. I can't believe this. So it all happens on Catalina Island. 22 miles
5: off of the coast of Los Angeles. It's a beautiful, touristy area in the summer. But in the winter, it's really mainly just the locals who live there.
1: So we meet Don Whiting, and Don is the manager of Doug's Harbor Reef. You
0: guys, that was really confusing for me. Which is a seafood restaurant. Yes.
1: <laughs> so apparently he has, like, ship-to-shore radio on while he's sleeping. That sounds nautical to me. It is. Ship-to-shore is basically like, I'm on this boat. <laughs> <laughs> cool, I'm on this boat. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, it's just boats communicating.
3: To the shore. One thirty a.m. Sunday morning he hears this voice on the ship to shore radio which he immediately recognizes
2: the voice belongs to a local yacht owner television star Robert Wagner
3: Wagner says this is splendor
0: we need help someone is missing from the boat and this guy, Doug, the manager of Don's or vice versa. Don, the manager of Doug's. This is going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to
1: be real fun. As someone who, who keeps track of the names, this is going to be a real fun one for me.
0: He's saying that, like, he instantly recognized the voice. The thing about boats, especially with these, like, rich people boats, is that, like, we are, we have to hear the word salon over and over again. And, like, this
1: main stateroom. Like, how yeah. big yeah. is this goddamn boat? I know.
0: There's another word we're going to get to. I don't know if you know what it is, but there's a word that is said in the. Oh, this. That,
1: uh, five zillion times. Every <laughs> (laughs) Everyone drink when you say it. You'll know it when you hear it.
0: The word is dingy. Ding,
1: ding, dingy. Where is it? There it is.
0: Dingy. They also say it was TV's Robert Wagner. And I wanted like a da 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 Yeah. Da-da-da-da-da. No,
1: don't you do that. He doesn't deserve it.
0: You're right. He's You're a monster. Right. You're right. You're right.
1: So we learn, look, hours earlier, Robert Wagner, Natalie Wood, and Christopher Walken were all out for dinner and drinks at Doug's Harbor Reef, the seafood restaurant. They
3: had been drinking and laughing and talking about film and by the time they finished dinner they were so drunk that Don had called the man on the dock to make sure that they safely got back into the dinghy and then that the dinghy got safely back to the splendor
0: Can you imagine being the waiter on Catalina Island you get a new table and you're like oh I thought I was done for the night and you turn and, and you're like, like Holy oh shit. shit It's
1: like Natalie Wood and those two hacks <laughs> It's like gorgeous
0: perfect Natalie Wood and those two idiots <laughs> And the thing is, we find out they're kind of our people because they're just getting hammered.
1: Right. So by the time they finished dinner, they were so hammered, like so hammered (laughs) that Don had to make sure they got onto the dinghy and then made it safely back to the bigger boat, the Splendor. Now, let me tell you something that I knew Mm -hmm. and I was like, why is it 0.2 seconds into this and we haven't heard about Natalie Wood's fear of water, notorious fear of water, like fear of specifically dark water. Yes. My mom is like, she never would have been on that boat. She never would have been willing. on that book please don't get my oh. sorry about Natalie Wood <laughs> I love that this is the tradition handed down in the Pens family oh just outrage about like beautiful Hollywood starlets look came to the right place so this comes up a lot and I was like screaming at my TV like why are we not talking about her fear of water
0: here's the other thing that I don't know why we're not talking about yet the actors who were hired to play Robert Wagner Christopher Walken and Natalie Wood in the reenactments yeah can you imagine winning the role of Christopher like how many people did they see for the role of Christopher Walken in the reenactment? and
1: of course the guy has like the best impression but like there's no audio damn it you guys I booked walk oh fuck
0: you know I gotta say I feel like Christopher Walken kind of gets a bum rap in this what oh. no I don't know I don't know no sorry so wow wow I surprised myself with that reaction <laughs> Okay, so Don, the manager of Doug's, why? I know. So Don, the manager of Doug's, runs over to Doug's house. I know, Doug the, the <laughs> seafarer, yes, the harbor master. Just, it's not a good thing to do to a podcaster, you guys. No. So he tells Doug that Natalie Wood is missing. That's got to be a sobering knock on the door at 2 o'clock in the morning. No, totally. Girl, Natalie Wood is missing.
1: I just saw her hammered get into a small boat. I wonder what could have happened. These, these men are like unbelievable, these men. yeah i just let her go off into the night with creepy christopher walken and robert wagner she's terrified of the water she's hammered she can't even walk straight but yeah i just like sent her into the night great job
2: the missing woman is a hollywood icon whose story begins in 1938
1: so now we get Natalie Wood backstory. So we're back to 1938. Natalie Wood was born as Natalia, I believe. Is yeah, that true?
0: Natalia Zakarenko.
1: Yeah, she was born to Russian immigrants in San Francisco. She had two sisters. Her dad was a carpenter and her mom went to a fortune teller. Before Natalie
5: was born, her mother Maria had visited a fortune teller who told her that her second born was destined to be a star. So Maria did everything she
0: could to make that prophecy come true. This mom, she really got that shit done. Right. The mom is like, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna move to like where they make the movies and just parade my cute daughter around town. You guys, it fucking works. Yeah, she's like, maybe she'll be discovered by like,
1: I don't know, a director and put her in a movie. Guess what? That's exactly what happened. Who's the fortune teller now?
2: <laughs> in June of 1944, the entire family relocates to Los Angeles.
6: They got a call. Would she come? and do a screen test for a film called Tomorrow is Forever with Orson Welles. And Natalie got the role, and they dyed her hair blonde, and she learned German, and that was it. She never stopped working.
0: So she gets a contract with a company called International Pictures. That
1: was 1945. By
0: 1947, she's in Miracle on
1: 34th Street. How did I not know that that was her? I don't know. Excellent <laughs> question. Give me your gay card. Give I, know, it to me. I know. I'm taking all the sequence off it. All the glitter. <laughs> no. You can get it back after you watch Gypsy, a side story, and Miracle on 34th
2: Street. Oh, my God. Over the next eight years, Natalie goes on to star in 20 films.
6: Natalie would be doing two films at once. So she worked very steadily and continued on through her teens.
3: The biggest break for her to transition into adulthood was Rebel Without a Cause.
0: Apparently, this Rebel Without a Cause thing was a really big deal for her because it was where she made the transition from child star to like ingenue. Yeah, to like a real grown-up. And they describe her as like holding her own with James Dean. She was
1: nominated for an Oscar.
2: Soon, Natalie leaves International and signs a lucrative contract with Warner Brothers. And in 1956, the studio introduces her to the man that will change her life forever.
4: Natalie Wood was 18 years old and Robert Wagner was 26 years old. They got together on a studio-arranged
0: date. She meets Robert Wagner. She's 18. He's 26. And she was, like, smitten with this guy. And
1: they clicked, you know? Yeah. And, like, they're saying that while it was, like, great for both of their careers, it was really helping his career that yep. he was with Natalie Wood.
0: Right, because they, they described Natalie Wood as being, like, the hottest actor in Hollywood. At 18. And he was doing okay, but, like, she was really the one in the limelight, and he gets to, like, share in the limelight. Yeah, she's, like, on this upward
1: trajectory, and he's right. kind of, like, coasting. Exactly, and uh, they get married though, December twenty eighth, nineteen fifty seven, and she seems really
0: happy. So all of a sudden, we're now it's twenty four years later, and we're back to the night that Natalie Wood goes missing, and you know she's missing off the coast of Catalina Island.
1: And Doug, the harbor master, says something that made me go. Arr! I know. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's not uncommon to get radio calls saying that somebody is missing or somebody hasn't come
0: back to the boat on time. It happens regularly.
1: What?! I get calls about missing people, it's like 15 times a day. BING BING! The ship to shore is ringing <laughs> off
0: the hook! So Don, the restaurant guy, the guy who like been the manager, he gets on a boat and goes out to the Splendor. Which With is like, Doug, right, the harbor guy.
2: The harbor guy. On board the boat was Robert Wagner, Dennis Davin, the boat captain, and Christopher Walken, the actor. Aboard the yacht, Odin realizes a key watercraft has also disappeared. The dinghy was not there.
5: It was a good, safe boat. And if somebody's in it, they're generally not going to be a problem because dinghies are seaworthy and they're safe. Remember the dinghies, that little boat?
1: Yeah, that like got them from the restaurant to the big boat, the Splendor. <laughs>
0: right. So, Can you imagine the singing that was happening with these three no. drunk idiots on the way back and to the boat? And it travels
1: over the water. You know, I would have been like, Nine to nine
0: the... bottles of beer on the wall. And then
1: I'd be like, Everyone, let Natalie sing. No. <laughs> So Doug is like, well, maybe did Natalie take the dinghy and like go visit friends or something? Because the dinghy's not here and neither is she. So maybe it's connected. And Robert Wagner's like, no, she, no, Mm -mm. (laughs) hammered. And he's like, no, she never would have gotten in that boat because she's scared of the water. And I'm like, someone's been listening to my mother. (laughs) She never would have been in that boat because she's scared of the water.
0: So at 3.30 a.m. they call the Coast Guard, but they're like, the Coast Guard, the nearest station is like hours away. So Don, the guy who manages Doug's, Uh is like, I'm going to start my own search party, you guys. It's terrible weather. There are no stars. It
3: was pitch black out there. They can't see anything.
5: At about 5.15 in the morning, Whiting says he came across the dinghy. Prince Valiant that
0: belonged to the Splendor. Wait, the dinghy has a name? Thank you. I literally have right here you guys have to stop
1: saying that word. Prince Valiant. I'm not calling it that. Which again just makes me think of Beetlejuice. She's sleeping with Prince Valium tonight. A joke I got much later on in a later viewing. Didn't get that when I was a kid. Didn't get a lot about Beetlejuice when I was a kid. That's
0: true. Beetlejuice is for grown ups. Right.
1: Uh so they find the boat, but not Natalie
0: Wood. Which is very bad news.
1: Right. And so then it's like cuts immediately to footage of Natalie Wood in an interview saying how scared. She is of water. I've always been terrified, still am, of uh,
5: of, of water, dark water, seawater, or, you know, river water.
0: So, you guys, there's a new Doug. There's a new Doug in town. We've now got two Dougs, a Don and a Dwayne's coming up in a little bit. Great. So, this new Doug, his name is Doug Bombard, and he's been tasked with trying to find her. He, apparently, he's, like, a local. He knows the area very well. And he's like, goes into a cove, and he sees a thing floating in the water.
3: Trepidatiously, he approached it, and... It was what he feared. Natalie Wood was face down in the water wearing the same down jacket that she had worn on shore
0: Saturday. And this guy, Doug Bombard, has to go and break the news to Robert Wagner. And he's devastated. Right. So Wagner, the husband, is asked to go identify her body. And he demures. He sends the boat captain, Dennis Davrin. And one of the journalists says to us, like, that's really weird. Like, red flag number one. And I was like, that's not that weird to me.
1: No, I'm not going to judge someone in that situation. I-, I don't know if I'd be able to do it. I don't know. I think it's a shitty thing to put on somebody else. It's right? a big ask. Just like, Robert. I <laughs> So there's speculation immediately. Homicide, yeah. accident, foul play. We don't know. We don't know. But guess who's here to help us figure it out?
0: Detective Dwayne Rasher's here to help us yeah. figure it out, you guys. So now we've got two Dugs, a Donna Dwayne and a dentist. Stay with me, everybody. So this guy, Detective Dwayne Rasher, he goes to interview Robert Wagner.
1: Here is Robert Wagner's story. His first story. He
0: says the word salon. It makes me crazy. I know.
1: I'm going to have to say it now. <laughs> they were all in the salon drinking. Yeah. Isn't a boat just one big room? Right. <laughs> Kind of like the salon. Like if it's not like an actual yacht or like a cruise boat, can uh-huh. you really differentiate the rooms? Because they start in the ugh, salon. I'm sorry. <laughs> then Natalie gets up and goes to the main stateroom. How big is this? Boat? I know. It's the fucking
0: Titanic. Like what? I know. I know.
1: And so then he goes to check on her after she's in the main stateroom. We don't know after how long, but she's not there. She's just. Gone. Then he notices that the, I'm sorry, the dinghy was gone (laughs) and he assumes she just took herself to shore, even though he just said to Doug five seconds ago, there's no way in hell she'd get in that small boat she's too afraid of water.
0: And take herself to shore without being like honey, I'm going to shore, I'll see you in a few? Robert? Can you imagine? You're a bad actor. Right, totally. (laughs) But this cop is kind of like,
1: wait, Robert Wagner and Christopher Walken and Natalie Wood's here? He's like charmed by this. This story's Bullshit.
5: It's true. Razor then spoke with Christopher Walken, who basically supported what Wagner had to say. That it was a pleasant weekend. Nothing in what Robert Wagner and Christopher Walken told Dwayne Razor really made him think that there was Foul
0: play here. Walk is like supporting everything that Wagner he's like, said. What, what that guy said. <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. Didn't even tell a story. He's like, uh, that thing. That, that guy, one. Randall
0: Wegman, whatever he said,
1: yeah, yeah. that's what I think happens. And <laughs> the detective's like, I'm so sorry to bother you. May I get an autograph?
0: <laughs> I, I was thinking it. that same thought, though. Totally. 100%. Well, but then, then Rasher, the detective, goes out to interview Dennis Davern, the, the captain, captain that, Dennis. what's his name, made go like ID the body. Yeah. And Dennis, he's kind of cagey. Davern gave Detective
5: Rasher, sort of broad strokes of that Saturday night.
0: It became abundantly
4: clear to Rasher that DeVern really wanted no part in this conversation and he basically said, listen, I gotta get a lawyer present if I'm gonna talk to you any further.
0: This is the only guy who has no celebrity. He's not rich. He's not famous. He has no recourse. So my thinking right here is he knows exactly what happened. And very smartly
1: asked for a lawyer.
0: Yeah, because he's like look, if Walken and Wagner are telling this story and I try to contradict it. They're gonna throw me right off this boat. Or they're gonna throw me under the bus. They're gonna say I did it. Like, can you imagine being the only one of the three that's not famous and now you're being asked questions by the cops and captain dennis
1: is an employee yes there's a power dynamic here one celebrity minute. or not yeah there's a power dynamic
0: yeah so of all of the charming of this guy rasher that's happening from these celebrities he does realize one thing he realizes that there's something wrong with the timeline
5: because she's missing definitely by midnight and the first help is called at 1 that did not sound right to him
0: when Wagner is questioned about this he's like yeah we're all famous girl like if my drunk wife got on the dinghy and went to shore and I didn't know where she was I didn't want this to be like an international incident
1: right but that just means you wasted a whole lot of time exactly don't you still just
0: want to find her I mean the one thing you know about your wife is that she's got a fear of water she probably you said yourself she would never have done that Right. so what you definitely knew at midnight when she was gone was that she was fucking missing and you know what fucking terrified yes Yes. like that's the thing too oh my god she must have been so
1: scared and you knew that about her you piece of shit robert wagner i'm coming for you
0: (laughs) girl so rasher decides look i want to go see the crime scene so he gets i want to go
1: like touch all the things the famous people touched (laughs) he's gonna call it investigating
0: (laughs) so he gets on a dinghy and he goes out to the splendor and the first thing he finds is a broken wine bottle in the salon i was gonna
1: say where (laughs) stay with me and the main stateroom Oh. I know. Um, <laughs> had clothes all over. It was kind of in disarray. And at first, I'm like, maybe these are just rich drunk people. Uh huh. You know, like but sometimes we... hotel rooms I look
0: was just gonna say clothes if... all over yep. in disarray.
1: Yep. I would clean up a broken bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the woman was missing, so Robert <laughs> Wagner didn't know what the fuck to do.
0: <laughs> well, so Rasher's like, huh? No answers here. I guess we'll just wait for like the conclusions of the medical examiner. So we meet this guy, Doctor Thomas Noguchi.
3: Doctor Thomas Noguchi was known as As the coroner to the stars, one of his very first big cases was Marilyn Monroe.
0: So here's what we find out from this guy, Dr. Noguchi. We find out that Natalie, at the time of her death, was wearing a plaid flannel nightgown, no underclothing, wool knee socks, and a red down jacket. This does not sound like a lady who was getting in a dinghy to go to shore to, like, go have another drink with her friends.
1: Absolutely fucking not. Dr. Noguchi
5: also said that Natalie had a lot of bruises on her body, including on her face. She also had a blood alcohol content of 0.14, which is over the legal limit for driving at that time. So she definitely was
1: legally drunk. Everyone admits they were hammered. Everybody knows they were hammered.
0: They weren't driving. They were, like, in the dinghy going back to the yacht.
1: Which, I'm sorry, is still dangerous.
0: 99 bottles of beer on the wall. 99 bottles. Like, that's what I imagine. Walk in. Imagine hearing that in the fucking walk in voice. No. No.
1: I hate that song. So,
0: literally, within 24 hours after Natalie was found, Dr. Noguchi holds a press conference to, like, give the world the findings of his autopsy.
1: Which, I know she's a celebrity. I know everyone cares about her and wants to know. I just find this incredibly irresponsible.
0: Yeah. First of all, like, take your time.
1: And like, why don't you give the cops this information right. and not
0: the world? Uh-huh.
1: So here's what he says happened. He says she tried to get into the I'm sorry, dinghy <laughs> slipped and fell into the water. Naguchi
5: opined that after she slipped into the water, she couldn't hoist herself up into the dinghy because of the extra weight from the down jacket, which was soaked with water. She just didn't have the strength and she was intoxicated. And the water is cold. Hypothermia is an issue.
1: My question is like, she's drunk, she's trying to get back in the dinghy according to the story. Yeah. Wouldn't someone hear her splashing? Uh-huh. Or screaming? Uh-huh. You know, sound travels over water. Totally. People will hear her, put a pin in that, we'll get back to it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
5: The conclusion that Dr. Naguchi reached, which is what everyone was waiting for, was that Natalie Wood died from an accidental drowning. And there was no indication of foul play. He thought those bruises occurred when she fell in the water.
0: But my thing is, like, I really don't understand how he can decide the cause of death. I agree. Like, you can say from evidence that, like, blunt force trauma or whatever. Right. How can you say she slipped and fell?
1: Like, there's a story here. Like, right. this, is, this is, like, the findings of a of an investigation if it was done right, and it's just not the case. Like, yeah. it's very
0: irresponsible. And also, like, let's remember, he also found that there was, like, bruising all fucking over her. Right. She that's... fell one foot into the water, and they're gonna tell us that that's how she got the bruises.
1: All over her body, and face right you guys there's a broken wine bottle that's all i'm saying yeah
0: reporters were asking by the end of the press conference
5: why do you think natalie would be leaving at that hour in her nightgown and knee socks she's not wearing any shoes she's not wearing any underwear Where
1: is she going? The reporters are clamoring like they were in the golden age of Hollywood. Hey, 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 hey! hey, hey, (laughs) And in response to that, because he doesn't have an answer, right? he ends up slipping and he says...
4: Noguchi also said that a heated argument had ensued between Wood's husband, Robert Wagner, and actor Christopher Walken, a guest on the yacht.
3: Noguchi... Builds that up
1: into an alcohol-fueled frenzy. And Natalie was so upset by this argument, she was trying to get away. And as she was trying to get away from, quote, all the men on the ship, she slipped and fell and, like, then couldn't get back on the boat. That is fucking nonsense. That's insane. That's not what happened. It's like, maybe we won't ever know officially what happened, but I know it's not that. (laughs) I promise you it's not that.
0: So, after five years of marriage, Natalie Wood and Robert Wagner get divorced. Her career
3: was really taking off, and his was leveling out, and he was young, and that was scary. When you're married to one of the country's most beautiful women, there's a lot to be jealous about. He didn't really know how to handle it.
2: As her marriage suffers, Natalie makes some of the best films of her career. But by April 1962, the damage is done.
3: RJ and Natalie were married for five years. Their marriage ended, and they really went their separate
0: ways.
1: Yeah. This was brand new territory for me.
0: Oh, God. I'm so glad. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know this either. So, like, we'll go through this quickly. Basically, he goes to England and, like, marries a woman and has a kid. She stays in Hollywood, also marries a Brit. Has a kid. They yeah. both, like, get married and have kids. Yeah. They have, like, separate lives and
1: they just, like, go their own ways for quite some time. For, like, years at a time. And then, like, one day they run into each other at a party, just right out of the movies. They see each other from across the room. It's like West Side Story. Yeah. Everything slows down.
0: Totally. Oh, my God. Bum,
1: bum, 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 bum. And they just, like, they're back business.
4: They married other people. They bore children. They had done all these things pretty much with the wrong people. But they had both matured to the point where they kind of felt like, hey, you know what? Let's give normalcy a shot.
2: A few months later, they are married for the second time. On a yacht off the coast of Malibu.
1: You know, her sister Lana, like, cried when she first married RJ and all this stuff. And her sister says, Natalie, why? Why are you doing this again? It didn't work the first time. Like, why are you going back to this person? And she said, because sometimes the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. And I just have, oof. I wrote girl don't put that on your Christmas card <laughs> and also like how bad was their relationship I feel like there's a lot that we're we're really skimming over here yes the sobbing of the sister and asking her why are you going back to this person like how bad was
0: it really uh huh you know yeah so then this was really heartbreaking to me we find out that Natalie and Wagner they have their own daughter named Courtney in 1974 and it just made me be like oh god to like have lost her mother in 1981 yeah she was born in oh, 74 god. and her mom died in 81 yeah that kid was 6 years old Yeah, That really broke my heart. Yeah.
3: And so, look, Natalie Wood loves being a mom. Being a mother became the most important thing for her. It just came so naturally. And she adored being a mom. That was the role she was really meant to play.
2: As Natalie puts her career on the back burner, her husband's star rises when he lands a leading role on a primetime network drama
1: this is why I'm like Robert Wagner shut up with the jealousy like especially in Hollywood careers ebb and flow especially for men you
0: have a much longer career trajectory yeah like like
1: your peak is when you're around this age right? you know what I mean like so now Wagner is a big time TV star he's on this show called Heart to Heart do you know
0: that show no me either Heart to Heart apparently was a big deal
1: right so now we're like at the time of Natalie meeting Christopher Walken on the set of that sci-fi movie around 1981
4: she realized you know what I've done the mother thing, so I'm gonna try and reignite my career. And that is when she was cast in the science fiction thriller, Brainstorm, opposite of the fiercely talented actor, Christopher Walken.
3: Natalie's in the middle of shooting Brainstorm, and of course the production shut down for the Thanksgiving holiday. So Natalie invited Christopher Walken for a getaway that weekend On the
1: splendor
0: so we're basically back on the night of the of the of the disappearance you can so, say murder yeah the murder the death whatever
1: <laughs> so now like after she dies these rumors are going crazy about once again like Natalie Wood and Christopher Walken were having an affair on the set of that sci-fi
0: movie right and so there are a couple theories here that we learned so theory number one is that Christopher Walken and Natalie Wood were having an affair and Robert Wagner was super mad and they like get into a big fight on the boat
1: right and like Natalie Wood dies because of it
0: yeah she like storms into the stateroom, and then she has to like Get away from the two men that are fighting over her so she gets in the not dinghy. Not wearing
1: shoes on, like, or enough.
0: underwear, just in her long nightgown. Let's get in a boat. It's one it's three in the morning.
6: Everybody fell in love with Natalie, you know, when they worked with her. So, you know, they said there might have been an affair with him. I doubt it. Theory number
0: two. You guys get ready for theory number two. This the
1: favorite thing you learned? I, think. I could not believe this. Really? I sounds like <laughs> And rumors with everyone. You knew this was coming. Yeah. The
3: second theory was that RJ and Walken were having an affair and Natalie
0: was furious. I literally like, have it in my notes. I'm listening. I think she'd be super cool with that, number one.
1: She did love Robert Wagner.
0: Yeah, agreed. I, my only issue with this otherwise very sexy part was the way that dumb historian phrased it about the rumors about Robert Wagner. There were rumors about RJ. Playing for both teams, if you
3: get
1: my drift. Yeah, we
0: get your drift, asshole. Why do you have to say it like that? I what? have that, and I
1: have the "if you get my drift" in caps. I it's knew we were going to get so into this. annoying. It's, so it's annoying.
0: like, why are you talking like that? It's so stupid. It's so diminishing because it's there's about a ninety nine percent chance that it's not true. So when you talk like that, it's diminishing to LGBT people. I agree. If you're curious about why I'm upset about it, that's why.
1: Right, and I, I see that, and I raise you another quote that comes next from yeah. some guy I don't even know his name. I didn't write it down, but we're talking about Henry Wilson. who is Robert Wagner's agent. Yes. And this, like, I don't know, like, publicist or, or like, other Hollywood historian, whatever, is like... I think
4: what probably fueled the rumors and speculations about Robert Wagner's sexuality came out of the fact that his own agent, a guy named Henry Wilson, the guy who also represented Rock Hudson, Tab Hunter. I mean, this was a guy who launched the careers of several beefcake male movie stars who turned out to be gay in the end.
1: You know, several beefcake male movie stars who turned out to be gay. (laughs) So clearly (laughs) his whole roster is gay. And I'm like where are we I know
0: it's unbelievable like seriously when was this made I know I know that's a really good question what's going on here because it is so it's just very belittling however there is a reenactment where they float the theory that Natalie walked in on Chris and Robert Wagner in bed and in the reenactment we've got the Chris actor and the Robert actor in bed together and it's kind of amazing just
1: like oh it's all like shadowy totally it's
0: definitely Afterglow like they're both like they're like reading magazines and sipping coffee I was like how gay are you trying to make these people
1: I mean I know Beefcake male actors (laughs) I know
0: (laughs) So at this point Rasher the detective He does a second round Of interviews With the three guys in the boat He is focusing on The broken
5: wine bottle In the salon It is some Circumstantial evidence To
1: point to perhaps Something bad happening I really want to know About the broken wine bottle too Mm -hmm. Maybe they're just drunk Rich people Making a mess Yep But I don't know man She has bruises All over her face Like I'm curious About the broken wine bottle Raise your ass
5: about that and he's told, well, you know, it's it's from the rough waters that night. He accepted it, and he moved on.
0: There's also the story of this big argument between Chris and Robert Wagner. Chris, my friend Chris Walken.
5: I've been calling him Chris Walken the entire time. <laughs> Walken says that he and Robert had an argument, and it was over Natalie's career that she's away from the family so much. But they're like, yeah, it was not a big deal.
1: But what are they fighting about? Like, is Walken defending her? Like, what is his point of view?
0: Exactly. Like, what is
1: his stake in this fight about how Natalie Wood is being successful and working really
2: hard? Exactly, Like, like, what does he care? Yeah. They
1: weren't giving him anything to go on.
5: So there wasn't much more Racer saw he could do.
2: Less than two weeks after her death, Racer brings the Natalie Wood case to a close, officially pronouncing it an accident. And at the time, that was kind of the end of it.
0: Until 1992. So here we are. It's 1992. It's 10 years after the death. Lana, Natalie's sister, is at home minding her own business. Yeah. And she gets a phone call from the captain of the boat. And
1: this is how, like, because it's an ID thing, so we see, like, the commercial break. Yeah. And it's like, a key witness makes a phone call, and it changes everything. Yeah, yeah. You guys, it's Captain Dennis. The phone started
6: ringing, and I picked it up, and it was Dennis. I was surprised because we didn't have any kind of a a personal relationship. He sounded tormented,
2: extremely upset, extremely emotional. Over the course of several nights... Dennis reveals heartbreaking new details about Natalie's final hours. These calls took place over the course of several nights?
0: Yeah, and it's like, was she
1: recording them? Was she taking like, Asia McLean style notes? Like, <laughs> right, what yeah. exactly is the
0: deal <laughs> Not here? a crease. Not a crease. You put that shit in a Ziploc bag under a, under a suitcase. Every time we say it, I get more and more suspicious of why there's not a crease in them, but it doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hashtag free Adnan. Anyway, so here's what Captain Dennis says. He's like, look, there was a, quote, big ass fight on the
0: boat. Big ass fight. That, the the story, it says that. Yeah, with the red hair and the glasses. Yeah, yeah.
3: Davern said, this is what really happened. There was a big ass argument on the boat. Christopher Walken
4: was giving Natalie Wood a lot of undue attention. Oh my God, you are so talented. And... RJ's sitting back there looking at him like what's going on here?
1: And then RJ's like look either you guys are having an actual affair like a physical affair and you're sleeping together or you're having some emotional connection that I can't compete with regardless I'm enraged. So I'll just keep (laughs) drinking until it all blows
0: up into this massive fight. I want to break in here and say I thought about this a number of times throughout this we get a million times how fucking drunk they all were. Yeah, That makes sense to me that like this could be a thing where like the last thing they all remember is like this exploding into a fight where Wagner breaks a wine bottle and then nobody really knows what happened after that
1: yeah like he slams the wine bottle down and he's like what's your game walking like what? you're trying to sleep with <laughs> natalie wood and yeah. natalie's like hey so this is my stop i'm out <laughs> you guys fight amongst yourselves i'm going
0: to bed uh-huh. you dummies uh-huh. good
1: freaking night
0: so according to dennis the the boat pilot or whatever captain the boat director Call it captain. the boat choreographer <laughs> Bo- he boat choreographer <laughs> not gonna correct you though <laughs> definitely the choreographer he like natalie goes to the stateroom
2: remember everybody agrees that at some point she went to the stateroom according to diverne walken immediately went to bed and wagner followed after his wife dennis said he
6: heard a bad fight going on in the stateroom that natalie and rj shared he said it sounded like furniture being thrown
1: he goes to check on them knocks on the door Robert Wagner opens the door like half an inch and is like mind your own business and Dennis yes. is like oh okay sorry please continue probably like domestically abusing your wife
0: yes 100%. continue please yep yep yep
1: so a little while later I don't know the timeline of this is so sketchy because it's yes. just like later I'm like how, how much later what yep. is happening you just sat there hearing furniture being thrown as did Christopher fucking in. this is not the
0: last time Dennis really disappoints me in this story please Yeah.
1: so a little while later Dennis goes on the deck and sees Robert Wagner are just like stumbling and being hammered and he's like where's Natalie girl and RJ apparently goes she's gone yeah And Dennis goes, bitch, what? Like, what are you talking about? And then RJ's like, yeah, I don't know. Somehow she ended up in the water. Don't ask me anything. I don't know anything. So Dennis,
0: rather than jumping into the fucking water to get Natalie Wood, asks Wagner if he should do that. Should I go get her? He's like, can we help? And RJ, according to Captain Dennis, Robert- According to Lana, according to Dennis- Fair. According to this ID documentary, according to Lana, according to Dennis, Dennis, Wagner says- Leave her,
6: teach her a lesson- RJ was incredibly drunk, and that he instantly went and got a bottle and they kept drinking. And Dennis would say, Should we call, you know, the authorities? And RJ said, No.
1: So then Dennis is like, Okay, boss. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Robert Wagner, again, according to all these people, goes to get yet another bottle of whatever. Uh-huh. The, the two of them, Captain Dennis and Robert Wagner, continue drinking, and every once in a while, Captain Dennis would be like, Oh, can we call the cops now? <gasps> <laughs> oh, God, in 10 years, I'm really not going to be able to live with myself. Oh, can we please call the cops?
0: And uh-huh. Wagner would be like, no, bitch. Not yet, girl. Not no. yet.
1: Finally, at like 1.30 in the morning, Robert Wagner finally puts out the call that we heard about from the very beginning. I think Natalie Wood might be missing, but I don't know anything about it.
2: To Lana, DeVern's account confirms a long-held suspicion.
6: It was always my feeling in knowing Natalie that, first of all, she didn't go out and try to get into a boat in a nightgown and step over water. Yeah, no earthly way would that happen. That's, That's ludicrous. It's absolutely ludicrous.
1: And so in 2009 now, Captain Dennis co-authors this book, because he's not a writer, (laughs) called Goodbye, Natalie, Goodbye, Splendor. The
0: years, by the way, have not been kind to Captain Dennis. We see him on a talk show, and he does not look healthy. Guilt
1: will do that to you. Yes. We say this all the time. Yep. So some morning news show anchor is just like, um, yeah, that's great. Why didn't you say anything sooner? Why not tell them everything in the beginning?
4: Well, in the very beginning, we were just, um, talked it over. Robert Wagner and myself that, hey, this is what happened and this is what we say.
6: So you're saying that you and Robert had a discussion about what to say and that's what you said?
0: Yes. And then we learn about this ear witness.
4: Marilyn Wayne has told the Los Angeles Times that she was in a boat off Santa Catalina Island in the same cove where Natalie Wood drowned and late Sunday night heard someone in the water saying, help me, somebody help me
1: so they would hear that and then Marilyn Wayne says she heard men answer her saying things like I'll oh, keep your pants on yeah we'll get you oh just
0: calm down my thing is like the truth is somewhere in the middle of this like I don't know unless like Walken and Wagner and Captain Dennis conspire to murder her like there's no way that one of them wouldn't have jumped into the fucking water like do you really imagine Wagner being like calm down we'll be in in a minute
1: you know I, I think there
0: was a little bit
1: of like alright like I think like there she goes being hysterical again Again. Look uh-huh. at her the freezing cold water. Like, would you, do you want to live with her? Like, look, sound travels in water. He didn't have to be screaming it. Yeah. He could have just been saying it.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So now it's years and years later yet again. And Robert Wagner in an authorized biography acknowledges two things that are counter to what he originally said. Mm-hmm. Number one, yes, there was an argument. And number two, yes, he smashed the bottle.
1: Right. And he was like, yeah. And it wasn't just from rough seas. Like, I I broke that bottle. Absolutely. And he
0: goes on. Who? Larry King, girl Larry maker. She's been with us for quite some time, and weekly it feels like. You guys, this normally we do ID stuff on the pates, and if you if you're not following on the pates, listen. Larry King has an arc with us on the pates, uh,
1: very much so. Yeah, and he goes on Larry King, and Wagner's like,
0: as far as we can tell, what happened was she slipped
4: and hit the swim step and fell into the water. And we, we weren't aware of it. Where were you at the time? We were up above. This was
2: down below and we were up above on the the, the boat.
1: And I was like, well, then what happened to the boat then? What happened to the dinghy? What are you talking about? Yes. So then for two years, nothing happens, right? Yeah. So then in 2011, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department is like, you know what? (laughs) Let's reopen this. I want to talk to her again.
0: The reason they're reopening the case is because this Maryland woman who heard the screaming, they find her credible and Captain Dennis, they also find him credible. Right. So they've done some legwork into their stories and the cops are like, there's more here. And the thing, is, like,
1: 30 years later, oof, this is gonna be tough, because there was never a crime scene, because exactly. there was always an accident, so nothing was preserved. The Splendor has been sold three times over. Yeah. So while they don't have a crime scene or anything like that, they're like, you know what we can do? And I'm like, LA County, when did you get good at this?
0: <laughs> we've covered you for months, yeah. and you're terrible at every turn. Remember in Bikram, where they were like, yeah, we know he did all this crazy shit, but we're not gonna take him to court. Bikram, OJ, Menendez,
1: yes. we've been with them for months. So what they're like, you know what we can do, though? Let's get a new medical examiner. Yes. Let's see like, you know, science has of course evolved and maybe some fresh eyes on this thing. Like, let's just compare the findings. Yeah. So, the first guy calls it an accident, right? Thomas
4: Naguchi said that the bruising on her body was superficial and was probably part and parcel of a fall.
0: So the new guy's like, oh, that's not the case. Also, there are things that like, the medical examiner Naguchi found in the autopsy that he didn't write in his report. Right. Lots of stuff about bruises that didn't make it into the official report that this guy's seeing for the first time, and he's like, there's no way. It all of a sudden became clear to
4: the new chief medical examiner that they couldn't quite explain how those markings and bruises came to be. So, did R.J. strike her? Did he hit her with the bottle?
1: So this is a big deal, yeah, by the way. Yeah. In 2012, Natalie Wood's death certificate was changed. Right. And it's no longer an accidental death, but it's just as frustrating because it's drowning and
0: undetermined causes. Yeah. So everyone's like, well, Robert Wagner like must know more. Walk-in must know more. We get Robert Wagner on Larry King. Again. Again. Larry King asked him for a comment and like he's like, girl, I've told you everything I know.
6: I must ask you. They reopened the Natalie Wood thing. Mm-hmm. Do you have a comment on that? No, I never did. You wouldn't cooperate with the. Well, Where... well, I had already had cooperated with them. There wasn't anything left to say, Larry. You know, when, when that accident happened, there were so many people on top of that. You know, at the time. You you can't believe
1: it. First of all, Larry King, sweetheart, calls it the Natalie Wood thing. I know. Which I don't like at all. And he's like, can you comment on it? And Wagner's like, no, I've never commented on it. I was like, bitch, I just saw footage of you on Larry King commenting on it. You wrote a book? (laughs) Of course you, like, the right. guy just can't stop
0: lying. Yeah. So it ends with us learning that as, like, recently as 2018, detectives have found at least one new witness who saw two people on the rear deck of the Splendor the night that she went missing, which corroborates the captain's story. Right. Of being like, let's just teach her a lesson. And
1: then there's yet another witness who heard things, and the cops are like, all of these people are credible. Yeah. Which leads to the conclusion, guess what? Robert Wagner is a, officially a person of interest. They make Robert Wagner a person
0: of interest. He is currently a person of interest. And
1: they say that the the cops quote really want to ask him questions I'm like then ask him Uh huh.
0: ask him a I question
1: know. I wish there was a law I- that <laughs> let like ask him the questions don't just have it this open ended thing yeah. where they really would love to if, the, if his schedule would just work he's right. not working it's just so ridiculous where like the, this fame this like has been I know still has this weird power and like we'll never truly know what happened to Natalie
0: Wood it's really frustrating and it like the, the thing is we always say like don't end on forgiveness that makes me crazy but Lana the sister like she like she it gets really real in like the last minute of this. Yeah. Where she's like, I know that Robert Wagner was responsible for her death. I'm not angry with him. I don't hate because I won't hate for me.
6: I refuse. It's just very sad. I know what happened. And it isn't that it matters or doesn't matter. It just is.
1: It is. You choose to move on. And I know in my heart and my soul what happened. I love my sister. And I don't know if it's necessarily forgiveness, but it's just like, what are you going to do? Right. Oh, God. Isn't that awful? It's horrible. What are you going to do? R- tr- like, you can either have a couple margs and move yeah. on. Or you can, like, <laughs> stew about Robert Wagner. And I'm like, Lana, you have the margs. I'll scream about Robert Wagner. I got your back, sweetheart. Don't you worry about it. Robert, what happened? You know. <laughs>
0: Girl, we did it. You I did learned it. So much in this episode. I
1: kind of did too about a lot of things. My about God. you, about. I, I definitely <laughs> didn't know they were married and like came back together. Like yeah, that was Married, divorced,
0: it. married. I got some research to do. You sure do. Uh, and just a reminder, you guys, we're going on tour. We've got some tickets left in DC, a few VIP tickets left in Boston and San Francisco. Get your tickets now before we sell out. Truecrimeobsessed.com. Click on the CS Live link. And we can't wait to see you on the road. No, we can't wait. It's going to be really fun, you guys. I, I'm so excited. Also, you guys, the Pates, get in the Patreon. On if you want more Jillian and me, we just wrapped up the Menendez case. Now we're doing Don't Fuck with Cats. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's great. It's really bananas. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, mm-hmm. I know. I know. <laughs> Lacey Peterson. The Jinx. Uh,
1: 20 episodes of Making a Murderer. The, the staircase. staircase. Lorena. Lorena. The,
0: uh, serial Season 1. I was
1: just going to say the first season of Serial. And um, oh my God, there's so much more. OJ
0: Made in America.
1: Madonna's Truth or Dare. Madeline
0: McCann. Queen of Versailles. Queen of Versailles. We <laughs> used to mention her every time. <laughs> um, we, we love you. Girl, do you know what we're doing next? I do. What is it? It's the Source Family. It's a cult. Oh, it's cult o'clock it's again. It's cult o'clock. I don't know anything about this. Do you know about this?
1: Um, no. I just know it's culty. I know it's been recommended to be by Netflix, like, for as long as I've had Netflix.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, You guys, stay tuned for the trailer for The Source Family and then our, I'm sure, ridiculous and hilarious outtakes. That we
1: went on forever and
0: ever about. I know. I love it. I love it, too, and we love you. Yes, thank you so much for hanging out. Thanks for doing this with us, guys. We love you. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.
2: It's a game. Play it.
4: Not by killing out pleasure, by using pleasure fearlessly. We number about 140. Give or take a few. And we're looking around for 4,000. Just like you. You will come again, won't you? Oh yeah, you've always been here. Yeah, I'm the father you all wanted. Never thought you had, but you do have.
2: They transformed sex, drugs, and rock and roll into a genuine religious formation.
4: He shot airplanes out of the sky, he killed people. He was a millionaire multiple times.
3: He could kick anybody's No, this sounds insane but I saw lightning bolts coming out of his ears. I was
5: 100%
3: yes.
0: It was an embrace of God
4: and Rocket
3: The day that he came home and announced that he was going to have more than one woman, I said, I think you're a dirty old man on a lust yeah, trip. We
4: knew we were part of a dramatic right.
2: social adventure. We were hounded by building inspectors, health inspectors, child services. Within 24 hours, they were shooting bullets through the
4: house. We really thought Armageddon was coming.
2: If you wanted to create a sort of archetype of the ultimate early 70s, a spiritual cult, you could do no better than the source family.
0: learned that she was a once in a generation talent gay gasp <gasps> that red cocktail dress in the last one was just like beth wh- who dressed you today? someone girl? was like you picked the wrong gay for this wardrobe yeah so we meet the harbor master, a guy named doug odin do you know what i'm gonna say i don't think so is this guy fucking serious with this mustache
1: oh yeah super serious <laughs> that's like that very beach like we get it you're gonna boat it's ridiculous. like the bottom of one of those push brooms <laughs> like it's so it's like totally. that like perfect it's so ridiculous
0: the dinghy the dinghy
1: and I just have in
0: parentheses I'm sorry what I know and I don't know why I'm insisting on pronouncing the G so hard.
1: I don't know either as a soft G
0: myself it's making me very uncomfortable I just had this what? image of your mom putting you to bed at night like when you were three
1: Robert Wagner and Chris Walken killed, they the killed her. Woman.
0: they killed that woman she never would have been on that boat
1: I don't mean you know I'm not an expert
0: on Natalie Wood I just you know can name two movies she was in I've just been groomed to know that because we're watching children since I was three she never would have been on that boat willingly she hated water. To Beth Karras, the one that was way overdressed for the last one but looks fine for this one yeah yeah she tells us that like we get this so much she's like you guys it was supposed to be a relaxing weekend for everybody they spent a lot of time drinking and she says it with a she excuse says, me. <laughs> Beth Harris, we barely said anything about how overdressed you were for the last interview. We said
1: it fifteen times, regardless.
0: <laughs> walk, uh, walk, I'm a walk. This is is my that walk. him on
1: the boat? I just see, like it just sounds like you're making.
0: <laughs> I wish I get. I was trying to do a walking impression. But look, I'm not going on a boat drunk. What am uh-huh. I nuts? I uh, know.
1: <laughs> I know better. I stay at the end of the bar or in the booth, ideally where I belong. <laughs>